Pull up a chair, make yourselves comfy, and let's talk guitars. Hi everybody, and welcome to another episode of Acoustic Guitar I.O. I'm Cams, your host, and today I'm bringing you an interview that I recorded back in October 2019. Yes, I know, it was quite a while ago. But I'm getting to old content now, so you can look forward to more interviews coming out on a much more regular basis. So back in October, I attended the 20th anniversary of the Ullapool Guitar Festival, which, bizarrely, was the very first time I'd ever been to the festival. I'm not sure how that happened, but nevertheless, I got there eventually, and I imagine I'm now going to be a regular because I had such a great time. In fact, the best time imaginable. Seriously, it was fantastic. While I was there, I got a chance to sit down with the organiser of the festival, Richard Lindsay. So buckle up, sit back and enjoy the interview. Hi Richard. Hello. How are you doing? It's nice to actually meet you. It is. Hi. I got in touch just after the RMMG gathering last year. The RMMG. Yes, I met Will McNichol. It's a gathering that's been going now for 22 years, I think. Right. goes back to the pre-guitar forum days when there was news groups. Uh-huh. And it, you used an email programme to communicate with your, your guitar nerd friends before okay. the forums kind of started. So right. it's been going a long time. RMMG, what does that stand for? The news groups had strange lettering and it went with rec.music.makers.guitar.acoustic. Aha. So that's how it began. Right. And uh, they have gatherings all over the world and the UK one's been going for 22 years. My goodness. So it was that's that very impressive, yeah. Yeah, it started, the first one I went to was in Buxton, mm-hmm. up in Derbyshire, and now it's held down in the Cotswolds. Right. Beautiful big country mansion that we hire for a weekend. Right. That's where I met Clive the first time. Oh, right. Clive okay. actually does a residential workshop there as well. Oh, right. But yeah, so I met Will McNichol. Yes. He's like, you need to get to Ullapool. Right. I can't believe I've never been. 20 years. 20 years, yeah. That's yep. remarkable. It's uh, It's been a long, long go, like, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's, we've, had, we've had some really fantastic, from Andy Fairweather Low. Uh, Robbie McIntosh has played a few times with uh, Gordon Haskell, uh, who got knocked off the number one record at Christmas by, I don't know, somebody singing Boots Are Made For Walking or something, I don't know, <laughs> I can't remember. But it's all, you know, there's a lot of big names we've had over the years, you know, uh-huh. and they've all been great, really, really great players and no edge to them. And we're so lucky with the people that we have as our sort of hardcore, like Hugh Burns. Yeah. Yeah. Hugh Burns, Clive Carroll, John Goldie. Yeah. You know, that's that's a pretty st- strong core to have. Indeed. And then along along the way, we've picked up some waifs and strays, and they've become sort of like part of it as well, you know. Yeah. Like Will's had a big a big part in the festival, Will McNichol. Yeah. And he won the young, young Guitarist of the Year or something in 2000, and I don't know, what would it be, 15 or something right. like that. And what one of the judges... Was a chap called Tristan Sume, who played. He's played at the festival since like two thousand and four. Sometimes he's just done uh, workshops, 
But mm-hmm. he, he loves to come up, and so you know he's always come along. And uh, he worked at ACM in Guildford for ten years. Right. He took over from Eric Roach. Oh, uh, yes. I got to te- teaching, yeah. teaching both at Eric Roach. Eric Roach was mm. a big influence on, on all of us up here. Yeah. Um, sadly, no, no longer with us. I mean, it really is sad. Uh, he's a lovely, lovely man he was, you know. Uh, I've lost a few along the way. Big Jim Sullivan, he was up. Um, <laughs> things like that, you know. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, it's been great. It really has. And I'm. You know, we've got people like, like John Jorgensen's on tonight, uh, and he's been a sort of guitar hero of mine for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And actually getting to meet him a couple of, Well, he's been, this will be the what, second or third time he's played the festival. Okay. And he's got connections with Scotland as well, which is great, you know. Uh, there's a, a guy down in, near Kinross who used to, used to book all these amazing people, and I was always intrigued as to how he could get them, and it was all because of through, through John, you know. Right. Okay. And like, they're Albert Lee, and they have... Uh, Andy Fairweather Low and yeah, people yeah, like yeah. that, you know. And yeah, I, I, that's somebody else I'd like to get by is Andy Fairweather Low. He's only played it once with uh, Dave Bronze. Right. Uh, they were great. You should look some of these people like Dave Bronze. You put him in Go- his name in Google, and it's like a it's like a history of rock. You know, yeah. it's incredible. You know the people that we've had over the years. Yeah. yeah. A lot yeah. Of, and we're trying to encourage more sort of young people as well. I like your Ennis Watsons. Uh-huh. The guy's a musical genius. He is. Um, and then Will, uh, and then we've got these young guys from Germany, you know, Sonka Mining. Yeah. Uh, and and Julie Maliska, you know. Yeah. They both studied at a uh, music college in, in Dresden, and they, they, they've got classical ba- bra- excuse me, classical background, but uh, they studied world music as well, you know, okay. so... So they've got huge, diverse influences, you know. It's great. It's a nice range of performers that you have. It's yeah. not all just yeah. one style. It's yeah. yeah so, well, it's I'm, I'm trying to get a good mixture, you know, mm. an eclectic mix. Aye. You know, and then there's a bit of humour thrown in as well. Like people like Richard Smith, I mean, he's got a wicked sense of humour. Yeah? Yeah. And, uh, you know, and the crowd love that. Mm. You know, you've got your full-on, uh, like, Gary Ryan today, who's magnificent stuff he played. Uh, and then you had somebody like Remy Harris. There's another young guitarist who's oh, yeah. absolutely stunning, you know? Yeah. You know, Remy was amazing last night. He was. And he's bass player. That's the first time I've seen Tom Moore. Folks, if you want a bass player, he's unbelievable. And and they work together so well. It's like, mm. like two peas in a pod, you know? It's great. Just watching the, the communication between yeah, the two of them. Yeah, there's like all this eye, eye contact. contact. Like, it's fantastic. And the Zelinskis as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, they were amazing. They really were. Yeah. Again, young German. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff coming out of Germany. Uh, and it's it's great, you know, it really is good. Um, and then, we've, uh, Carl Verheyen was here a couple of years ago. He was like a real shredder. But he's he's a, he writes music for films and adverts and all kinds of stuff. He's a bit like Hugh Burns. Hugh Burns, we were just talking about that just now. I mean, people don't know this, but... You know, he was in. He did a lot of the soundtrack music for the film Monty, Twelve Monkeys, uh, Guru. Uh, I'm just trying to think. Um, the Hobbit. He was really? in that, and then there was a the most recent film. I think was. Um, oh, I can't remember. Can't he's remember. a busy man. He's an incredible player as well. He's yeah. one of these guys that most people will have heard, even though they might not know they've heard. Yeah, him. I mean, 
if you've heard Baker Street, you'll have heard Hugh. Right. He did the guitar solo. Mm. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. So you've been involved with this right from the beginning? Yep, and started off, um, there was myself and there was a chap called George Harton. He still lives in the village. I haven't seen him for years. Right. Uh, and what actually happened was that um, we were asked to create a music festival uh, by a tourism and business association that was formed in the village. And um, and I, we were asked to, to do it. And I'd, I, I'd been out to Ireland and there was there's a two or three really amazing blues festivals out there and they're all in pubs and Aye. it's great. It's just fantastic crack, you know. And I was thinking something along those lines, you know. And then George, well, he, George had actually worked for Stefan Grossman. Okay. He'd actually worked for him and made films for him. And uh, so he knew John Renborn. Right. Uh, and uh, he knew Robbie McIntosh as well because he used to live in Sidmouth or Weymouth or so, one of these places where I think that's where Robbie lives and um, so there was phone calls made and you know we applied for funding and we got our, you know basically put it together and then uh, I, th- I was I was so uh, taken with the whole thing that uh, I said you know like what we're we going to do next year you know how we're we going to approach it and, he, and George said oh, I don't really I don't want to do it next year I'll, right. I'll do it biannually and I said well if you don't do something it's just going to die. It's just going to wither and die. And I said, I think it's too good for that. So the second year, he said, well, I want to keep the festival name. And I said, well, that's fine. He said, well, you do something then. So I got back in contact with the, the, the uh, what do you call them? Highlands and Islands Enterprise people, HIE, as yeah. it was. And, uh, and they said, well, make an application. What are you going to call it? And we called it the Ollipool Guitar Weekend. Right. Uh, and then I sort of made it a bit bigger. We had more music around the village. We have to. We used to have like all these people playing in pubs. Like you'd, you'd mm-hmm. walk into a pub and somebody like Hugh Burns would be sitting playing guitar, or John Renborn would be sitting playing guitar. You know, and just people would just walk in and go, "Wow!" You know. So we we did a bit more of that. We got more of the the local boozers involved, and uh, and then um, and then George came down to see me one day and he said, "I'm not doing this again," and he gave me the the codes for the the website and all that. We got yeah. gifted that. We got given that by some lovely Americans who just walked in one day, you know, yeah. and they gave us it. Uh, and that's the story of it all. And then I, basically, I mean, I've, we've said it's, tw- it's 20 years of a guitar festival yeah. of some sort. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Although it had a, a different name the second year, but that I don't think that really matters that much. No. But I mean, I was really involved. We, I mean, we had a lot of meetings. We formed the Liverpool Guitar Guild to to sort of facilitate the festival in the first place, and it's had a few changes over the years. Um, uh, there was another uh, organisation here in the village uh, called Liverpool Entertainments, and they had a they were sort of very broad brush approach approach to it all, and they took us they took me under their wing and helped me with the finance and stuff for some of the later ones. Right. You know, because it was it was hard going. Yeah. And then all the pubs changed hands and the new tenants didn't want to get involved. I mean, they were tenants. They weren't... They were, all the pubs were sold and mm. our main sponsor sold up as well. It was one of the big hotels. Uh, so it's had, a, it's had a checker career. It's not right. been that easy over the years, I have to say. But we're here. And this, I mean, the McPhail Centre is probably is the best venue that we've ever, ever had. And we just want to keep this. This is fantastic. Because yeah. we do everything here now. Everything, the late club, the trade show, and the concert. And it's a great concert. You know, oh, the theatre is great. Yeah. To say it's a, 
it's the community wing of a school, you know, it's fantastic. Right. And we've got all these workshop rooms, uh, so workshops in the morning. And they're turning, they're becoming really, really popular. I saw that this morning yeah, in the big queue. We're, we're hoping that we might be able to maybe do some kind of, like a week of, uh, you know, I could, could bring somebody like Clive or Will McNichol or, or mm. Hugh Burns, any of these guys up for the week and the run up to the festival. Or maybe even after, it just depends on yeah. how it would, would fit in with the school. Um, and we could, sort of, you know, make, make something else out of it. It's interesting. Because we'd, we'd really like to up our education input, you know. But there's, it's limited time, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because right. I need that audience to pay for it all. Uh-huh. So keep them happy. <laughs> the audience is... Yeah. To be sitting in that theatre, uh, the sound, for one thing, is phenomenal. The, the audience is such a, a listening audience. Yeah. So quiet. It's, an, it's fantastic. It's, it's a magical place. And we're very be. blessed because we have two of the best sound men in the business that actually live in the village or in the lockside. Right. And Nigel, well, he lives up the road. Right. And he, he spends most of his time, time uh, travelling around the world. Um, and he, I mean, he's done Glastonbury, sound for Glastonbury. And right. He, he tours a lot with Ronan Keating. Okay. He was telling me, you know, I bump into him in Tesco's, you know. Oh, Nigel, what are you doing? <laughs> what have you been up to? You know, oh, I've been away, like, you know. One time I was like, I said, he said, oh, I was touring Europe, Eastern Europe, you know. I said, who was that with? He says, Bob the Builder. <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, we're doing ice rinks right across Europe, you know. He said, well, all these people in, in outfits, you know, yeah, doing yeah. Bob the Builder stuff, you know. Can we build it or can we mend it or something? Yes, know. we can. Yes, we can. <laughs> and uh, the other week he was saying, oh, he says it was in Transylvania. Right. <laughs> he says, I got, I got limousined away from the plane. Never mind going through customs or anything, just right. like, take them, you know. That was really funny. It's great crack. He's a well, lovely, lovely man as well. This is my first festival. Right. Uh, I've been to Steve Kaufman's camp. Oh, yes. One time, and it reminds me a bit of that. The same uh, kind of vibe. And yeah. Steve's played this. Magical. Has he? He's been here, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a really nice guy. He is. Uh-huh. He sort of gave up the road for a wee while. He's, I think one of his son, he was having problems and family problems, and his son, I don't know what, what he never actually ex- expanded on it or anything. But he said, no, I'm going to be off the road for a couple of years. And then that's when his camp things really started to take off. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he does a lot of really good work teaching. Oh, he you does, know? he does. So, and he gets, well, Clive's been over, John Goldie's been over, that I know of. Uh, and uh, a lot of these guys tour with Tommy Emmanuel as well. You know, for Richard Smith, John's done it, uh, Clive's done it. And then a few, like Johnny Dickinson used to tour with oh, Tommy okay. as well. I, yeah, saw, I saw them playing leads together, you know. Right. I think I yeah. saw them in Glasgow together. Aye. Well. Johnny was amazing. I mean, mm. It was just, it was so sad when he died. So sad. We, I was so happy to see him last year. You know, it was great. It really was. Aye. Mm-hmm. So, well, congratulations on 20 years. Thank you very much indeed. It's very kind of you to say so. I can't believe it's taken me so long to, to get uh, to one. I can't... I, I can't believe it either. You know, finger on the pulse here, Cam's, you know what I mean? Well, I'll be back, that's for sure. I mean, you can do the early bird thing. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, Yeah, please do. Yeah. Because, I mean, it does help us immensely. Mm. I've got a a finite number of seats. uh, And obviously when I know what what my budget is, that helps me. Well, it's always nice to know what your budget is. 
because I don't, I don't ever want to be in a situation where I can't pay people. You know, yeah. I just no, it's not the way I work. Well, one of the things that struck me was how many of the musicians got on stage and spoke of family and mm. second family. And when I talk to people in the audience, yeah. have you been before? Oh, I only ten times. So yeah, yeah. I'm only one other person I've met that has come for the first time. First time, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. really only two, maybe. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. There's a, there There's are a few. couple of new faces, I have right, to say. Okay. I, I see it on, I've got, got all the... Tickets and all that stuff are all on spreadsheets, you know. Aye. And uh, you just see some new names now and again. Right. But sometimes you know, you'll get somebody who's been lots of times and they'll book five tickets or something like that, you know. Aye. And uh, so that's great. You don't know who they are, actually. It's just like five tickets. Well, and right. it's all under one name, so you don't know who the individuals mm-hmm. are, whether they're bringing folk. But that's been the best marketing for mm-hmm. us, is word of mouth. You know, oh, you, you spoke on stage last night, yeah, didn't you? Yeah. You asked the question. Yeah. I always ask that question, uh-huh. how many people are here because of, you know, a friend's recommended us or something like that. And we say to folk, you know, bring a friend. You know, yeah. If you've, if you've really enjoyed it, bring a, fal- bring a friend with you, you know. And it seems to, it's taken 20 years to get to that stage, you know, where it's a sellout in advance of mm. the event, you know. Um, and uh, it's, 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 a, it's a lovely feeling, knowing that you've got the money in the bank to pay everybody right. and things like that, you know, that's... It's a relief. I don't wake up in the middle of the night sweating anymore. <laughs> Thank goodness. Well, I know you're a busy man. Yes, I have. Um, get, get on with your I've got a, a few things to I've got to go and get changed and sorted out. So well, thank you. Thank you very much indeed. It's been a thank pleasure you for, meeting you as well. well. Thank you for the very warm welcome yeah. I received when I arrived. Yeah. That, was, that was lovely. Good. Yeah, yeah. smashing. Cheers. And uh, I hope this is successful. And How do I sign up for the podcast? I'll give you a card. You can... Oh yeah, I've got your card. Yeah, just go in there and you get all the links and everything. All right, okay. And have you interviewed a lot of people like like me or Uh, musicians, players, and uh, makers? Players and makers. Yes, I spoke to Tristan today. Uh huh. I spoke to Clive back at that RMMGA thing. All right. In the summer Uh this year, Will McNichol last year. That was how it kind of launched. Right. Gordon Giltrap. Right. uh, I got done here. Jen Butterworth. Jen, yeah. Glasgow. A few makers, Adrian Lucas, mm-hmm. uh, who's now, now, no, Malcolm Griffiths of Sheaf Guitars from Sheffield. Oh, right. I don't know that one. No. He's, not, he's not been up. He's a regular at the, the RMMGA uh, thing right. as well. Oh, there's so many luthiers. Yeah. It, I spoke to John Goldie this morning. Aye, well. yeah. Well, John's, he's a great ambassador for the festival. Yeah. Yeah. There's Hugh Burns you want to get. I would like to, yeah. He's got some stories. I mean, the, get the man is legend. He mm. is an absolute legend. And it was just, I was, Alan Thompson and I were, we were through talking to John Goldie and Hugh came and, in, and they played on the same albums but they'd never actually met. Mm. <laughs> so it was them, they just met in the foyer. And, you know, they both knew who each other were, you know, but they'd never actually met, physically met. <laughs> in a little <laughs> things happen in a little and it stays here right well yeah we've got lots of festivals as well so don't you know a book festival dance festival the guitar festival and unfortunately we've lost Loopaloo festival that was oh, last was weekend talking to my landlady about yeah. that uh, it's a shame B&B. it is a shame yeah the man in charge of that was Robert Hicks but he has a, an agency and he, does, he puts bands on all over the place in fact I'm going to see John Smith 
in Glasgow on the 31st of October. And then I'm going to the Royal Conservatoire Big Guitar Weekend. Oh, okay. b- that's organised by Alan Neve. And it's all in the Royal Conservatoire. If you're in Glasgow, go. It's absolutely wonderful. And um, John's playing at, at uh, Oran Moor. Right. On the whatever night, the Thursday night, I think it is. It's the thirty first of October, mm-hmm. and uh, so John's playing there, and he's he's great man, yeah. great singer songwriter, great guitar player, as well. You know, you know, you try and work some of his stuff out. It's uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's it's quite it's quite difficult. Some of it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so there you go, Cam. It's been great to meet you, and hopefully we'll see you again and all oh, that. Oh, for you know? sure. Yeah, it'd be Absolutely. great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there we go, folks. Richard Lindsay. Isn't he a lovely guy? I really enjoyed listening back to that and being reminded of just what an amazing event the Ullapool Guitar Festival is. Of course, it didn't happen in 2020. Pandemic, COVID, etc. The lineup was spectacular for that one, including some favourites of mine, Jen Butterworth and Anna Massey. And I believe Myron Green. So, yeah, let's see what happens in 2021. I really hope we get a chance to get together again because that's Ullapool didn't happen, Halifax didn't happen, RMMGA didn't happen. All these amazing gatherings where I get to meet my friends, play their instruments and just have a wonderful time. I miss it so much. So, fingers crossed things will start to pick up again in 2021 and who knows maybe i'll see one of you there if i do come say hi it'd be lovely to meet you thanks for listening folks and i'll talk to you again very soon bye for now (laughs) 